Hi there, my name is Maddie Miles, integrative health practitioner, female hormone expert, and founder of Peace Love Hormones. Our mission is to educate and empower menstruators to take back control of their menstrual health through education and through top quality functional supplements. And welcome to our amazing podcast show where we will uncover why your health may be struggling and how to heal your hormones and optimize the health of your entire body naturally. Now let's get to it. Where we talk all things women's health and menstrual health. I hope that you're always learning from my podcast episodes and just having a good time. My goal is that not only do you learn, but that you also feel more empowered about your own body, your emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being, but that you also feel closer to me. So I want this podcast and all of my podcast episodes to feel like a conversation between you and I. Imagine that you are here in my room with me. I'm just chilling right now. I actually haven't taken a shower yet today and usually I'm in some comfortable pajamas with some herbal tea, which I do have my herbal tea with me and I have my Soothe in it since the new Soothe is liquid tincture. So I put it in my tea, but I am actually still in my workout clothes smelling interesting. I don't want to say bad because that's negative, but I'm definitely smelling interesting because I haven't showered yet today and I moved my body outside and got all sweaty. So completely besides the point, but that being said, whatever you are wearing, whatever time of the day or evening it is that you are listening to this podcast episode, welcome my beautiful, sweet, smart, kind friend, and thank you so much for being here. Before we get into today's topic, which hits home for me, like a lot, it really, really, really hits home for me, which is hypothalamic amenorrhea, let's talk about some updates on Soothe and to the Peace Love Hormones brand and read a review like we usually do. So we just released Soothe Liquid Tincture Form. It's also Earth Day today that I'm recording this, and so it makes me incredibly jazzed to talk about all of the changes that we've made to Soothe. We are now in a glass tincture bottle. So yay for not using plastics anymore. Plastics are not the best for our environment, nor are they the best for our bodies and our beautifully delicate endocrine system. So yay for getting rid of that. Also yay for having a liquid formula, which is way more absorbable. I know that you all are probably saying, I was already experiencing incredible benefits from Soothe. Do not worry. This is going to be even more effective because it is liquid and you do not have to digest a capsule, even though it was a healthy and vegetable capsule that we used before for Soothe, we are completely bypassing that stage of the digestion process and we use liquid and it's way more absorbable, way more effective, way more potent. So yay. Also just a reminder that it does take a hundred days for our follicles to mature for ovulation. So Aside from Soothe, but especially with Soothe and any type of herbal, nutraceutical, or new supplement, or a lifestyle, or nutritional change, you should really be doing it for at least three cycles to reap the full benefits. I know that many of you experience benefits immediately upon starting Soothe within a week or sometimes even less than that, which is incredible, but just remember to stay strong, stick it out for the full three to even four months to really reap the full benefits. And then you don't have to take it daily. You can just have it in your pantry and use as needed. Without further ado, let's get into one of my most recent reviews for Soothe, and it is by Claire. The subject is herb medicine. I used Soothe for two-ish months straight and noticed a huge difference in my period cramps, feeling right off the back. 
I honestly would forget I was on my period except for the blood, lol. It is really amazing how quickly my body responded. Then after a little longer of taking it, I had less period acne. It was such a relief. I then took a break from Soothe and I totally felt a difference in a negative way when I was on my period. So now I'm signed up for a subscription so I don't forget to purchase this amazing herbal medicine. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Claire. But yes, I highly recommend doing the subscription. It's just one less thing you have to worry about. We will just make sure that you're constantly filled and you can change your subscription. So if you need to delay it, if you need to speed it up, you can go on and manage your own account. And if you ever need help, just send Katrina, amazing Katrina, an email. Also, shout out to Katrina because I know that she's listening to this. She listens to all of our podcast episodes. You are the best. I love you so much. And I know we just talked earlier this morning, but you're the bomb. She handles all of our customer service and so much more. She wears a lot of hats like we all do. So let's get into today's topic. And it is hypothalamic amenorrhea. So many of you know that this topic hits home to me because of my history with hypothalamic amenorrhea. And I'll get into why I experienced hypothalamic amenorrhea, where I lost my period and didn't have a period that I was trying to regain. It just simply would not come. And here is the lowdown without getting too deep into it, but not being too vague either. I will explain to you a little bit about my eating disorder when I was younger and how that prevented me from getting my period, coupled with hopping on the hormonal birth control pill. If this is going to be a trigger for anyone, I totally respect that. I will not be saying any type of specific weight numbers or talking about any disordered ways of eating. As you know, I live a very healthy lifestyle and very in tune with my body and my mind, and that is a big part of what I myself do within and outside of my private wellness practice as well with peace love hormones helping women and everyone to embrace their bodies love themselves and to listen to their intuition and to their cravings and to kick diet culture to the flipping curb because it stinks but let's get into it so when i was in seventh grade i was diagnosed with anorexia i was incredibly malnourished and underweight and i just did not get my period i really stunted and halted my growth And yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. It was my journey with an eating disorder was from about seventh grade on and off throughout the end of high school. And I say on and off because I had incredibly supportive parents who put me in whichever program or hospital they heard was the best because they were so frightened that they were going to lose their baby girl. They knew that I was really sick on so many different levels, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So they were willing to do whatever it took, drive me to any and all appointments, no matter how long it took, spend any sort of money just so I could find relief. However, it was up and down because the conventional Western model approach of healing from my eating disorder was not comprehensive enough. It was not integrative. So I did not really truly heal and I kept relapsing until we found an amazing integrative health clinic in Chicago, which got me into integrative health. This, as you all know, hopefully got me into the journey and the career that I am in now. Because not only was I learning so much on what to do and what not to do when it comes to healing the body from a root cause level and rebalancing it, I was learning it for myself and to heal myself, but I was also learning it inside of school and how to help others heal because we know that we're all so different in bioindividuality, which we'll get into in today's episode, I'm sure, because we always, always talk about it. (laughs) 
So anyway, I lost a period. Well, I never got a period because I was so sick. And then I was put on hormonal birth control, the pill, and was falsely told that it would give me a period, which we all know now that you do not have a period when you're on the pill. If you are bleeding, it is simply a pill withdrawal bleed. You are not bleeding because you have actually ovulated and therefore have the ample amounts of your natural estrogen and progesterone. The pill works by shutting off ovulation. So it was totally false information for the doctor to tell both me and both of my parents that by starting the hormonal birth control pill, I would get my period. If anything, and we know this for sure, for fact, it only messed up my endocrine system, my hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal axis, and so much more, even more. So it was a really intense journey for me when I stopped the pill to get my period back because it's already a tough journey to get your cycle back and get everything regulated after hormonal contraceptive use. But coupled with the fact that I never had a period to begin with, I had to do a lot of healing on a physical level. Also, on an emotional level, I had to release a lot of trauma, trauma from my own life and trauma from past lives, ancestral trauma, all of the above. But today I really want to talk about hypothalamic amenorrhea, why it happens, and how under eating and eating disorders can really impact our cycles. Because we live in this world where it is praised to overexercise, to skimp out on sleep so you can wake up early for an early morning workout, to diet. I mean, everything from mono meals where you're only eating one macronutrient at a meal, so whether it's just a high protein meal and that's it, or it's just carbs because you're just juicing, or perhaps it's just fat because you're on a keto diet, whatever it is, most people are skimping out on both micro and macronutrients. Our micronutrients being our vitamins and our minerals, and our macros being carbohydrates, protein, fat, you know, we need fiber, which is usually coupled with the complex carbohydrates that we are having. So that's a good thing. We need all of these macro and micronutrients in order for our cells to function properly and our cells power our organs. And as you know, we need our organs to be functioning properly in order to be healthy, functioning, and at homeostasis within our body. So because of this very diet-obsessed culture we live in, we see hypothalamic amenorrhea very frequently. We also see primary amenorrhea and we see secondary amenorrhea. Secondary is if you used to have a cycle and then it has vanished. So let's get into it. If any of these sound familiar to you, such as fatigue, being hangry, losing hair, feeling always cold, a non-existent libido, sleeping troubles, a missing period or an irregular period, then you have come to the right place because we are going to talk about why this may be happening today. So I see this very often in my private practice and just in research and I learned about it in all my studies. And hypothalamic amenorrhea, which is so prevalent, affects approximately 1.62 million women between the ages of 18 and 44 in the United States alone. And that number rises to 17.4 million women worldwide. How under eating shuts off ovulation? Well, our bodies, they need fuel in order to function properly. And too little calories or too little of any macronutrient, for example, too little carbs on a low-carb diet or on a keto diet or on a carnivore diet, that's just one example, can downregulate sex hormone production by upregulating cortisol and our stress hormones. 
Go even deeper, restrictive eating and or coupled with being underweight can switch off the signaling of the hypothalamus to the ovaries. So no, your body is not broken and it is actually incredibly smart for doing this. It needs to reserve its energy by also downregulating the thyroid, which is the queen of metabolism. And by downregulating thyroid, this then cues more period problems, weight fluctuations, cold hands and feet due to poor circulation, hair loss, etc. And so I get asked really frequently why some people lose their period at an extreme low weight and some people lose their period at a higher weight and they're both eating the same way. So hypothalamic amenorrhea is much more complex, right? Most things are a little bit more complex. It's not just like a one size or one answer fits all. And to answer this question, you can still lose your period at a healthy or even slightly overweight weight by still eating too few calories. And why this happens is because it triggers a starvation response in our hypothalamus and disrupts luteinizing hormone, LH hormone which is crucial for ovulation and therefore halts ovulation. So it's this increase in cortisol and our stress hormones. It's the downregulation of our thyroid hormones. And it is the triggering of a starvation response in our hypothalamus that disrupts the luteinizing hormone production. All of this together gives us irregular periods or no periods at all because it's halting ovulation. And it's giving us a whole load of other symptoms because of the high stress hormone production, low sex hormone production, and dysregulated thyroid hormone production. And just a quick overview, the hypothalamus is a region of the brain which sits right above the pituitary and sends message to our endocrine glands to secrete and produce or to not produce certain hormones via the pituitary. So now we can put some dots together. So if you are on, let's say, a juice cleanse where you are missing perhaps calories or maybe you're not missing out on calories but you are missing major macronutrient groups then this can again dysregulate all of your hormones by upregulating stress hormone production also funking with your blood sugar with all of those sugars and then no fat or protein to balance it out so insulin dys- dysregulation leading to blood sugar imbalance which also in and of itself leads to hormone dysregulation by upregulating stress hormones, downregulating sex hormones. It just creates a whole wonky environment. Long-term, it also starts to impact the thyroid. Long-term, it also impacts the pituitary and the hypothalamus. We can just see like it's always a domino effect with our hormones. And our hormones are not the problem. The problem here would be malnourishment and under eating. Perhaps it's also over exercise. So our hormones are just these beautiful, wonderful chemical messengers, and they are just signaling to us when something is off balance. And too little fuel lets our brain know that we are not safe enough to reproduce. So this is, again, such a smart thing that our body does. Although there are so many benefits to ovulating and having our entire menstrual cycle, also known as the ovulatory cycle, since ovulation is the big bang, the primary reason for it is to reproduce. So our bodies are incredibly smart and they're like, well, if she is not getting enough reserves to even keep herself really alive, she's most definitely not in a safe space to carry life and to create and form a very healthy baby. And too little fuel also tells our adrenals to pump out cortisol, 
So this is our stress hormone and leads to the anxiety, irritability, those hangry cravings, sleep problems, and waking around the midsection. And I already mentioned this, but the higher cortisol also suppresses thyroid. It's like so many things are just causing one another and then you get in this vicious cycle. So I also want to talk about something called the relative energy deficiency, which is the ratio between energy intake, body mass, and energy expenditure. Basically, this is the ratio between how much you eat and how much you move your body. So regardless of body size, the primary driver for hypothalamic amenorrhea is an energy deficit from under-eating and over-exercising. You're just not fueling yourself enough. And I get asked this question frequently, and people say, well, why doesn't this happen to men, even though their hypothalamus, too, dials up or dials down their main sex hormone, testosterone? And this is because we are so wildly different from men, and they will never have to worry about carrying on life. And did you know that carrying on life in pregnancy requires an additional 75,000 calories to grow a baby? So not only is it very energetic to create a baby, but our cycles alone, ovulation, menstruation, all of these things require so much energy, way more energy than a man has to use who is cycling on a 24-hour circadian rhythm we need so much more to power ourselves throughout our 26 day to 35 day menstrual cycle so a lot of these studies for keto let's say or the low carb or the intermittent fasting so these more natural approaches you know using nutrition when i say natural i'm saying these things are using nutrition and lifestyle to naturally fuel and heal the body It's not using a pharmaceutical drug to try and do unnatural things within the body. These are hypothetically, like literally speaking, actually, they are natural ways to rebalance the body and they can work great for some men and for some people with autoimmune issues and women going through menopause. However, if you are a woman in her reproductive years or perhaps you don't identify as a woman, but you are having a menstrual cycle and you're ovulating, well then, Tune out all that noise. Tune out the fad diets. Tune it all out because, yes, there's really great compelling research for that, but the research has been done on men, menopausal women, and lab rats. So tune it all out and just fuel yourself. You know, I know that there are all these amazing people in the wellness space. Regardless of their gender, they're promoting these things with all of this great research, such as the intermittent fasting. And it can get really confusing because you're like, well, why do I feel so bad when I start doing that? And my thyroid is crashing, my thyroid levels are low, my hair is falling out, I'm actually gaining weight in some of the instances. And it's just because it's simply not meant for us. Those with ovaries and a uterus and trying to ovulate and have a menstrual cycle every single month so that we can stay healthy. And really quickly, let's give the hypothalamus some love. So this area of the brain plays a vital role in maintaining the balance of the bodily systems. It receives input from how we eat, how we move, see, think, etc. in the form of hormones and other chemical messengers. And it responds by telling organs to secrete certain hormones, again, by upregulating or downregulating hormones. In a chronic energy deficit causes hypothalamic amenorrhea because again it's doing the smart thing of like we don't need to reproduce right now because it's technically not vital for our health what we need to do is stay alive so we're going to make sure that all of our energy goes to supporting staying alive not having a baby we're going to put all of that the reproduction on hold until we start getting enough fuel we're no longer in starvation we're no longer in an energy deficit we're no longer uber uber stressed 
and we're not overexercising, which is a form of stress. And other contributing factors to HA are energy imbalances, again, the undereating, eating disorders or disordered eating, extreme stress, weight loss, genetics, which we will get to in a moment, and overexercise. Also, food restriction. I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but I'm like, please, I just want to get these points in. (laughs) Stop dieting. But to get into genetics, so everyone is very different, and some of you listening may have a friend or perhaps even yourself who did not lose their period even while juice cleansing or on another form of a restrictive diet such as keto, carnivore, etc. This is because we are all more or less susceptible to hypothalamic amenorrhea depending on our ancestry. This is known as the ovarian set point, and is explained by evolutionary biologists, and I'm so sorry if I pronounce her name wrong, but Grazina Jesienski in her book, Fragile Wisdom. So this just means that we all have different requirements for food energy to be able to ovulate. Some of us need more, others not as much. So this is why I get super frustrated with practitioners and wellness coaches and anyone in the space, companies as well, marketing companies, trying to market a one-size-fits-all and it actually is doing way more harm than good. And I will say I have met very, very few women who are actually having a healthy, consistent menstrual cycle while juice cleansing or doing anything like that because also you can have a period bleed and not have ovulated beforehand. So unless you're tracking your BB tea and you but which is basal body temperature if you don't know what that is make sure to go listen to my previous podcast episodes but unless you really know that you're ovulating you may just be bleeding and having an anovulatory cycle and because you're really stressed out because you're under eating or you're over exercising etc and you're not actually having a healthy cycle and if you're not ovulating you know that we're not producing progesterone progesterone is our lovely yin hormone to our yang of estrogen so it's needed we need to ovulate we need progesterone we need estrogen specifically estradiol they have so many amazing benefits for our skin our hair our metabolism our mood our brain health our bone health you name it so what to do if you are struggling with dieting or an eating disorder or disordered eating. Number one, I cannot suggest enough to unfollow toxic accounts on Instagram and on social media. There are a lot of people out there promoting disordered eating, labeling food as bad or good. And you know, it's one thing if you're like looking at a McDonald's cheeseburger and you're like, okay, this is not the best for our health. I agree with that. But to promote these really restrictive diets like the low fad map and, you know, labeling beans and legumes and grains as bad food and fats as bad food or animal sources of protein, all these things, it's the labels really need to go. And I've been working on that a lot. I've been transitioning from hardcore vegan and associating with this ism way of eating to just fueling my body properly. And quality first always, supporting local and regenerative farming, making sure that you're buying organic and making sure that you are supporting your body and supporting the entire planet and just listening to your body and how it changes on a day-to-day basis, cycle to cycle, season to season, year to year. And I realized that the way that I was eating was becoming a little bit too restrictive and my body was asking for some more things. And so, you know me, queen of listening to the beautiful divine intuition of our bodies, I started to listen. Also, unfollowing toxic people in your real life. So because I am an integrative health practitioner and an herbalist and a hormone expert and all these things, I am surrounded by a lot of people in the wellness space. And I really had to take a break from some people who just had some disordered ways of eating and it 
I realized it was really impacting how I looked at my own body and how I looked at the way that I was eating. And the more time that I spent with these people, it really started to impact me. So I had to take a break from some people and that's totally okay. You need to do whatever you need to do to fill up your cup first. Next, start following women empowering and body normative accounts. So following women who actually look healthy, look like they fuel themselves and to also live that lifestyle, live that lifestyle of just, you know, being in tune with yourself, eating quality food, but not restricting, not cleansing or overly detoxing or anything like that. And next, very importantly, Please stop dieting and start to eat regularly. Make sure to get a protein, a fat, and a carb loaded with fiber at every single meal. Simply eat more and start to move less. Less intensely, that is. Still move your body, go on walks, do yoga. Those will be your best friends, but don't overexercise. And to go back to the food, there is a specific caloric amount. And I got a lot of questions on Instagram asking, is this true? Do we really need this? So there have been many studies shown that if you have HA, yes, this number we see is what you should be eating and trying to achieve daily for three or so months to regain your period back. I don't want to say the number on this episode because I don't want anyone to become obsessive over it. The stress of becoming obsessed with a caloric number or measuring out your food can also prevent you from getting your period back and upregulate stress hormones and downregulate sex hormones. So I don't want anyone to get obsessive about it, which is why I'm not going to mention it. But just know that in order to get your period back when you have HA, it's a lot and it's a lot more than these diets account for. So nourish yourself please, please, please. And really adopt stress reduction techniques and journaling and meditation so that you can become more in tune with yourself. And you may feel uncomfortable at first, especially if you've been dieting or yo-yo dieting or just you're not used to eating a lot of food. It can cause some discomfort. So I really recommend, again, these deep belly breaths before, during, and after you eat, yoga, walks, anything to reduce stress and reduce stress hormone production we need it of course but it's when it's chronic and when it's overproduced that we start to experience problems also using some herbal bitters will really help if you take them right before your meal 10 minutes before it will help with digestion and absorption of the nutrients which is crucial i will be releasing my bitters formula in a month from now the first week of june so i'm really excited for that also please do not hesitate and reach out to a professional when it comes to healing from trauma and disordered eating and eating disorders. Try therapy. There are so many great medical and health professionals out there who can help you. And remember that you hold the power. You can choose to play and to be silly and to fuel your body, to prioritize sleep, to nourish and fuel yourself, to seek out professional help, and to say no to what does not serve you. And expect three to six months of recovery for HA. Be patient with yourself. Give yourself lots of self-love. Reach out to your sisters like myself to support you. And I can honestly say as an eating disorder anorexia warrior that my life has never been more happy, joyous, fulfilled than it is right now. And I needed to recover in order to do so. I no longer spend emotional energy obsessing over food or calories. I just nourish myself and I have a healthy cycle. I get to go through all of the beautiful changes, natural changes and flows of my hormones and my phases and my cycles. And it's so beautiful. I feel so in tune with my femininity. 
I didn't even know that this was possible to live such a grounded and in tune and conscious life. And I just want this for everyone. I want this for you and you can have it. But first things first, you need to let go of the disordered eating, of the diets, and you need to cultivate more self-love. So I will include some resources in the show notes if you do have an eating disorder and you want to seek out professional support. So make sure to check out the show notes so that you can reach out. I have links for the USA, UK, Australia, and Canada. And until next time, I'm sending you all so, so, so much love. Remember that you can do whatever you set your mind to. You are so powerful. Make sure to give yourself a big squeeze, take a few deep breaths, try alternate nostril breathing, drink some herbal tea, and remember that the healing journey is a journey for a reason. There's never just one day where you're like, I've done it all and I am good. It's always an improving and growing journey. So be patient with yourself and know that you're never, ever alone. Sending you lots of love, XO, Maddie, and peace, love, hormones. Hi, love bugs. Thank you so much with all of my heart for tuning in to another Peace Love Hormones podcast episode. If you feel inclined to do so, please give us a rating and even leave a comment review would be so helpful or sharing on Instagram or sending me a message, any of the above. I love it all and appreciate every single one of you. And don't forget to use code podcast, all lowercase podcast on your order of Soothe or any of the items available for purchase on the Peace Love Hormones website. And also don't forget to sign up for text and email reminders. Much love, Maddie. Thank you.